Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. This is Advice from a Call Center Geek, a weekly podcast with a focus on all things call center. We'll cover it all from call center operations, hiring, culture, technology, and education. We're here to give you actionable items to improve the quality of yours and your customers' experience. This is an evolving industry with creative minds and ambitious people like this guy. Not only is his passion call center operations, but he's our host. He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Advice from a Call Center Geek, the Call Center Contact Center podcast. We try to give you some actionable items, take back in your contact center, improve the overall quality, improve your agent experience, hopefully improve your customer experience as well. My name is Tom Laird. I'm the CEO here at Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600 seat call center outsourcer located here in uh, in northwestern Pennsylvania. How's everybody doing? I already meant to do this uh, late last week, but uh, kind of the, the days just kind of went by pretty quick. So wanted to talk this through today. I think that this is a, a huge value add um, for any type of contact center manager, contact center executive. We've really had to rethink contact center management training. Right. Post COVID, everybody's kind of work from home now. Um, we used to have kind of everybody here and it was easy just to kind of pull quick meetings and, and kind of utilize you know, everybody here that was in the office. But now with with people that are in our management team that are home and our agents that are home, it's it's a little bit different. And I think management training for contact centers is is something that really needs to be looked at because things are a lot different than, than where we were 2018, 2019. So, you know, we have not implemented this with our staff yet, but this is some of the things that we have been talking about that we're going to really implement for for 2023. Um, kind of excited to kind of share some things with you guys to see uh, to see if if any of this stuff will, will help. Um, I think it, it should spur some things in your I don't know in your in your management thought processes um, to, to hopefully you know be able to improve some of the ways that you are. Tra- training your management team through your on floor, I guess we still call them on floor or, or frontline um, call center supervisors, team leads in, in, in those aspects, even getting into QA and in some of those guys. So let, let's start with this thing too. And, and again, I, I think everybody realizes this, but I, I have to say it because I think it's a, it is a big part of this is number one is please understand that it is not, you know, if you just have a really good agent, unbelievable QA scores here all the time. Uh, you want to promote them right? to just kind of give them the keys to the Ferrari without any type of training. Right? It's kind of like having a, a really good server in a restaurant and you make them a bartender and you don't train them at all. And they're like, well, I have no idea what I'm doing. It's a, it's a totally different skill set um, from, from what you need as a contact center supervisor. It's a total different skill set to, to be a, a leader of a team than it is just to be kind of that individual uh, trying to do really, really, really well. Get my mic here again. Sorry. And I think that that, you know, th- these are some of the skills that we need to impart 
in these in these management trainings for them to do really well in your in your supervisory roles um, in the contact center. The first thing is, I think you, you need to kind of build the hierarchy, right, of, of who you want to train and, and how do, how does they how do they progress? You know, we want to do weekly agent analysis. I've done a, a multiple podcasts on the agent analysis where we're talking to our agents, finding out what their goals, how do we progress them, um, and, and try to get them on a path to to become you know where they want to be. When it comes to you know kind of understanding that, we have to look at. Are there different roles that they can have? Can they go from an agent to a team lead to a supervisor to, you know, maybe a, a production manager? And again, us in the BPO world, maybe it's, it's some different lingo than you have. Do they want to go to QA and be a supervisor there? How does that 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 play out? I think you know that's kind of the the, the first piece of this, right? Is is before you even train to kind of understand and, and try to put them on a path, right? To to make them successful and and really to kind of feel. You know who the people are that that really want to succeed. I think, you know, if you just kind of post things, and we've done this. So again, I, I'm not criticizing it because this is kind of how we've done things post COVID. If <laughs> somebody on TikTok just said, "Can I can I pretend to be her uncle to get her out of a test? I will pay you." I can't. Sorry, <laughs> appreciate that. Again, let me stay stay back on track here. So I think that's the first piece, right? The second thing is what what we're going to do, and we have done this. So this is kind of old school, kind of bringing new school. Is so let's you know say we have a, a group of four or five you know, call center agents that have applied. We've kind of talked through. We believe that they meet our pillars of culture, right? Attitude and effort, right? They're the ones that we would like to be the kind of the next generation of of kind of watching and and kind of mentoring our agents. We want to do things, one, we're having weekly training sessions with them. So these weekly training sessions, I think, really become, you know, part of the core of the of the management training program. So, you know, for us, our team leads are our management trainees. So we don't really have just kind of a, I mean, I guess we kind of do, right? But for the most part, if you are a team lead, you're a management trainee, you're, you're training to become a, a supervisor, so it's not kind of a secondary thing. It's not like team lead, management, trainee, supervisor. They all kind of play together. And so we want to talk about some things such as leadership theory, right? Understanding that our culture is is the most important thing um, that, that can happen on your team. Right? And again, defining the culture of, of your contact center is extremely important with us. Again, we talk about ours, attitude and effort, right? These are what we're going to try to train our, our supervisors to watch for to try to make sure that they are exuding that type of, of, of confidence and, and want and understand how to impart that kind of in their agents as well. In these meetings, other things we're talking through is, is confrontation. I think confrontation is something that either you're, you're really good at or you're really poor at. And you can be poor in, in multiple ways. Number one, you can be too soft, right? And you let things go. You know, you're just kind of like praying, right, that it, that it just goes away. Um, the other way is you can be a jerk, right? You can be, you know, extremely authoritative. You can be thinking that you have power. Those types of things are, are the things that we want to train out and have you understand kind of what your personality is, become self-aware of who you are and what you're doing and, and understand what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. And I think that's a really, really important deal. And we, we role play this. And I think that's the main way how you can kind of figure this stuff out. Is coming up with those scenarios, you know, and I, I've, I apologize. I had, you know, I have 20 scenarios and I'll post a couple more this week. I think we got through three or four of them. 
but basically it talked about an agent who, you know, is a really good agent, but uh, is always late for break. How do you deal with that? We have an agent who um, is really good in their QA scores, but just refuses to sell, even though we have to have them sell. What do you do? Do you just pull them off, take them somewhere else? How do you try to help them? How do you coach, right? What are some of the the, the core tenets of how we coach, right? Because again, it's one thing to just say, hey, go tell this agent to do something better, or this agent is struggling doing this. Can you go fix that, right? But if you have a structure, right, for how you want to train and how you want to educate and how you want to coach, um, all of those types of things need to kind of come through. So we, I think the scenarios are a big piece of this, right, to have, and that's kind of why we initially built the 20 scenarios for this new management training program. We tried to cover as many things as we possibly could, you know, when it comes to, you know, maybe reps or or, or some of the, the real world things that, that kind of happen, you know, on a, on a team. We want to give them the practical skills. We want to role play all these scenarios. We want to have that be a, a big part of this. We want them to understand, again, when something happens, this is exactly how you react to it. This is when you need to go to HR. This is when you don't. The other thing is, we need to make sure how to practically run a call center, right? So talking about KPIs, right? what is service level? What is handle time? What is, you know, ASA? What are all these metrics and these KPIs? You would be surprised when you, even you have a, 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 a agent who's been here for a really long time, doing a really good job on the, on the customer support side, right? They don't really understand what those metrics are, things that we take for granted. So that's a huge piece. And again, I think we built Right for me and, and all the content that we're putting out from from the the, the call center term dictionaries to um, looking at KPIs to talking through reporting, right? These are all things that we're doing internally in our call center, or we'll be doing and kind of all putting together. Now, as we were putting these things together, we started just to kind of put them out to try to help, right? But to kind of come with this all inclusive um, type of of management program. Right, so that our, our reps, our supervisors do understand what all these metrics mean. And when I call into a, or, or Slack somebody like, hey, why is our service level here? I notice our, you know, AHT is a little bit high, right? Those aren't foreign terms to, to them. And again, we take a lot of that stuff for granted. Practical skills are important. And then covering the company's kind of backside as well is, is extremely important with this because these are these are going to be the individuals other than, HR who have the most kind of touch points with our agents, right? So the legal aspect of this is something that a lot of people don't think about, right? So what can you say in a Slack? What can you say when you're, say when you're coaching? What are some of those, those legal aspects? How do you avoid so that you're not doing anything that is, that is inappropriate, uh, that, that there's no sexual harassment, that you don't make off-color jokes, Right. Understanding what you can say, what you can't say. And I think, again, this is you're protecting the company by kind of training this. But then once you do that, they kind of protect the company by making sure that it's kind of policed, you know, with the with the agents as well, which, you know, I think is a is a huge piece of of manager training. We like to do the, the our manager trainees will be on the floor. Right. They will be kind of, again, like our team lead. So when a, a supervisor goes on break, when they you know, do have to call out or, or they're not, they're sick. You know, those people, those, those agents will then kind of take over the team, right? So there needs to be a lot of side-by-sides that is done as well. And we have a set quota, right? And again, every organization is going to be a little bit different with how many times you want to do that. But, you know, a set quota of, of how many times that the, 
to, to pass their, their, their kind of management training test. Um, they want to do coaching with the supervisor for a specific period of time. They want to do their own coaching um, that is what looked at by the, the supervisor, right? It's kind of a mentor. So they're role-playing these aspects of, of, of taking over their own team with kind of the helper of the, that, that core supervisor there. And then we're going to take all of those into meetings too. And we're going to talk through, you know, how did we, how did we do with that? Right. What were some of the things that you really struggled with when you were coaching, right? Kind of talk it through with that group and kind of a group setting. I think that that, that really, really helps to, to really understand kind of, you know, the, the inner workings of the aspect of the job. Everybody has different personalities. You know, we're, we're talking through, and again, how do you, how do you start the day the right way? You know, these are the, again, these are things that are, that are kind of chapters of our, of our meeting as I'm kind of, you know, talking this through is we like to start the day with the supervisor running. We say when, when we were internally, the supervisor controlled the first 30 minutes of the shift. And now I think because we're work from home and there's more IMing and, and those kind of things, it's the first hour of the shift. There's a team meeting. And again, I understand that, that not everybody's starting and running nine to fives. Everybody, every 15 minute, 20 minute intervals, agents could be coming, agents could be going, depending on, on the size of your contact center and, and how volumes are happening. But we want to try the best we can to do, do kind of an, an overall morning meeting, right? Especially maybe with that first interval of, of agents. As agents are coming in, we're doing side by side, or I should say one by one. It used to be side by side, doing doing one one on ones, you know, doing a uh, an IM with them, talking about the goals. And again, there's a full podcast on this. I'm not going to go into detail on this, but a lot of the things we're bringing back into kind of the management training aspect of this too. Having a, a team meeting, if you can, at least setting the KPIs in Slack so that as people are coming, they can kind of see what that meeting was was about. Doing individual goal setting for the day, right? Hey, Janie, listen, today, we're really going to really work on your, your handle time, right? It's been like six minutes and 30 seconds. we got to get that under six minutes or, Hey, let's make sure we're listening for closing sales. Your conversion is so close, right? You're at 28%. We got to get that thing to 30. I think one more sale and you're going to be there, right? Giving them set goals for, for their specific needs and understanding how to, how to start a day is a really important piece of the, of, of a call center manager. So, if you if you can kind of set the day, train your agents and your supervisors to, to kind of set the core day, understand how you want to, to coach, um, understand the attitude and effort piece of this, understand all the legal aspects of what they can say, what they can't say. They become an advocate for, for your organization. Um, and we're all speaking with one voice. Um, understand when there is confrontation, how you want it dealt with. Do you, when do you get HR involved? When can you handle it yourself? Uh, when making sure that things right aren't lingering on, that you you are confronting things that as they happen. Again, another podcast is on that, right? Dealing with confrontation in your contact center and, and how to deal with you know agents maybe that are that are struggling with or, or or being kind of a pain in the rear. That's kind of an overarching kind of thirty thousand foot view of kind of what we're working on. I I don't want to really get specific because I don't know how much that will you know, help with your specific incident instance of, of doing this. But I think if you think some of those things through um, how you want to improve it, the biggest piece of this, I think, is benchmarking a lot of what you're doing, right? Making sure that everybody is speaking the same voice, making sure that we're all talking through the same thing so that we don't have any subjectivity on different teams is, is really, really important. Having that, that aspect of, of just uniformity, 
you know, with your, with how things are, are, are happening in your contact center, I think really makes it, you know, a, a, it will become a really cool place. And I think your middle management solves 99% of all, all the problems. That if they are, if they're really well-trained, you understand what voice you have, um, you're going to have a lot of issues that kind of either don't arise in the first place or when they do are going to go away much quicker, right? Than if we're just kind of muddling our way through of, of how we should be able to deal with things. The last thing that we do is we do have a graduation. We have gotten gone away and we're bringing it back, but we had a, I know it maybe sounds a little hokey, but we actually have a, like an oath of office, right? That they take their razor right hand and, you know, talk about, you know, all the things, you know, from our kind of our mission um, that they, you know, they are going to do. Um, they sign their name in a book that, uh, you know, we, we will keep. We have done this so much in the past. And again, it just frustrates me that we've gotten away with it with COVID. But re- really thinking this stuff through because I think it is a cultural thing. I think it's a really cool aspect of it, right, to have. I mean, we have a book that has, you know, supervisors going back like 10 years. Um, and even I have one back from our other organization that goes back like 15 years. And even kind of seeing the names it's kind of like a yearbook, right? Where you, where you kind of sign it through. Um, I think that that's really important. And then, you know, again, whether it's a party, whether it's a pizza party, whether we just, you know, kind of um, hang out and, and and say thank you and, and just recognize that these people, they did do something extra. They didn't just do the bare minimum on a Monday, right? Bare minimum Monday. They didn't do, you know, just, eh, we'll just kind of get through it. They did do something extra. They wanted to try to do something more. And that should be celebrated. That should be rewarded. And if you can really you know, put together a plan for these guys that is that is well structured. Again, I'm I'm kind of talking high level here. Again, I, I know I've said that, but I will have this for everyone. We will have a a full documented management training program that we are utilizing, and I will send it out to you guys for free, so that you will be able to see kind of how the days of the week work, how our meetings work, um, when we're doing what. And hopefully you can use that as a blueprint for, you know, for, for what you, you'd like to do. So Dustin, I'll tell you this, like, I, I don't, I've tried. So I know LinkedIn has a, and the question, the kind of not the question, but the comment was, hey, have you considered creating a LinkedIn learning course for VPOs on call centers? I've tried to reach out to them. I think there's a couple, there's a couple of people who, who are really good. But they've kind of locked down, I think, a lot of the call center stuff. And I don't, I, they don't even respond to me. I think it's the same thing with a lot of the uh, conferences. I mean, I've been so vocal about the conferences, right? That I don't kind of blame them for kind of, I think, probably blackballing me from speaking. Now I'm going to apply to speak for at ICMI, right? They had a call for speakers and, I'm going to, you know, try to speak at ICMI, but I guarantee you that I will get blackballed from those guys. CCW, they don't even they don't even speak to me anymore. Because again, I think, you know, some of the things from the conferences that we've talked about with cost and price and value, and I've been probably one of the most vocal voices, so and I I guess I don't really again, I don't really blame them for for that. I probably would do the same thing. And I'm fine with that because and I just and this is the first time so I'm on LinkedIn live here on TikTok live and then I've just found out through our StreamYard platform here, I can go on Facebook Live too. So this is the first time they're on Facebook Live as well. So, you know, I think I can get my voice out and, and hopefully, you know, this content can can help you guys out other than, you know, kind of going through the LinkedIn route. But Dustin, I'm going to try. I'll, I'll try more time to, to reach out to those guys and maybe we do keep it 
you know, less about call centers, but more specifically about BPO call centers. I don't know. I don't know if, if that's too niche for them. You know, we'll we'll kind of see. So, so again, guys, that's kind of what I have. Again, I know it's it's relatively quick, but I've I've been excited with what we've been doing with with this management training thing. I think it's a long time coming in my organization to to kind of rethink how we were doing it. You know, we kind of got away with it again, like I said, from from the COVID aspect. Of, of what we're doing. So to really put this kind of back down on paper, uh, have everybody kind of understand the, the vision of what we want and how we want people treated. I think that's the, the really, and, and listen, uh, the, so I've talked about having a party and, and people are again on TikTok because they're the, I get, I get the most haters on TikTok, but you know, keep your pizza. I'll take a half day. And yeah, I mean, we, we could probably do that. And, we do a bunch of that kind of stuff, or maybe we'll even go have a beer afterwards. Like, can you imagine that? Probably people throwing some hate at that now. I love TikTok, but you guys are just tough. TikTok is like, if you if you have any comment whatsoever, there will be people on TikTok that will say the opposite just to say the opposite. It's uh, it's it's fun to interact, but then it can, dude, it can just get exhausting as well. And again, I've I've gone away with. I don't talk of things from a, a pay standpoint. I don't talk about bare minimum Mondays or work ethic or any of that stuff anymore because TikTok just <laughs> it blows up in your face. I've learned my lesson. So I'm just trying to keep it straight, call center stuff, contact center stuff, and, and, and kind of moving on from there. And to be honest, as I've done that, the following has grown much quicker, right? I might get a, a video with, with 200,000 views or 150,000 views talking about the other stuff. Um, but I don't get followers, but when I talk about just hardcore call center stuff like this, that's kind of when I, I do get more followers or more consistent followers. So I've decided I'm going to take this route and, and kind of play it out for as long as we go. So again, that's kind of what we got from a management training standpoint. That's again, very, uh, kind of overarching. Uh, I will have more specifics when we kind of launch it to our agents and our, our supervisors. I will give it to everybody. We'll throw it on LinkedIn. I'll, I'll do a carousel or, or do a, a PowerPoint so that everybody can kind of see exactly what we're doing. And hopefully that can help you guys. You know, that, And that should be out within the next couple of weeks. I hope you guys really get specific on how you train your management, how you help them meet the culture of what your organization is, how you how you benchmark and make sure that everything is really consistent with how you're, you're speaking to individuals, speaking to your agents, and, and hopefully can improve the overall you know customer experience as well. All right, guys, I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, I'll talk to everybody next week.